0: Hello and welcome to the Flix Forum podcast, where each episode we go back and we look at a Netflix original film in the order of release. This episode, we have Netflix's 301st film from 2020. It's the French crime film titled Rogue City, or in French, it's called Bronx. It's directed by Olivier, Olivier Marchal and stars Lenic Gautry, Stanislas Muhar. Curries and David Bell. I'm Jesse. I'm your host. Thanks for joining me today. Hopefully uh, if you're interested in checking this film out, you have seen it and uh, you're with me for the ride. If not, give us a pause and come back later on before you watch the and watch the film before you come back. So uh, let, let's get into our fast flicks where we do a quick little summary of what the film's all about. So this one, it's about police, corruption, gangs, and violence. It's about who's good, who's bad, uh, but I, I don't really know. <laughs> so um, that's where we're at for this one. We like to talk about how films ended up on Netflix. Uh, international film not the easiest thing to find out of you know how it ended up on netflix but i guess i could say that the film was announced in may of 2019 with jean renault lannick gautry stanis mohair and david bell joining the cast Filming then took place in September of 2019 in the south of France, and the story is actually inspired by the Marseille bar massacre in October of 1978, where ten people were murdered in a bar called Bar de Téléphone in Marseille, France. Uh, and the event also inspired another film from 1980 called Le Bar du Téléphone. So, um, interesting that you know this has got basis, I guess, in in real life. In its debut weekend on Netflix, it was the second most streamed film on the site. And I guess the, the title Bronx, um, obviously we know of that name from New York, the borough, borough in New York. And this name, I guess it's or the Bronx in French. It's like a slang word for a messy situation. So that's a, that's a good title. Um, and obviously translations across the world, you need to change that. So people don't think it's about New York, but in France, I guess that title um, is a pretty good title. Other translations around the world in Czech, it's called Rough City. <laughs> in Finnish, it's called The City of Hard Faces. Interesting. In German, it's called The Gang of Marseille. That's not bad. Hungarian, it's called The City of Rascals, Norwegian, The City of Gangs, Portuguese, Corrupt City. And in Russian, it's called The City of Scammers. (laughs) I don't know um, if The City of Scammers is a great title. Um, This did hit Netflix on the 30th of October, 2020. It was was held off in South Korea on Netflix until the 11th of Feb, 2021. And then in May of 2021, it did have a German release on DVD on physical format. So that's quite an interesting little thing there to say too. What are the critics and audiences saying about this film? So on Rotten Tomatoes, it doesn't have a percentage. Uh, It's only got four reviews. Three of them are Rotten. Uh, That's from critics. But the audience, it does have it at 74%. That's on more than 100 ratings. So that's fairly solid. IMDb sits at a 6.1 out of 10 on nearly 10,000 ratings. So again, that's pretty solid. Um, Letterboxd, a 2.7 out of 5 on three thousand three hundred fifty eight ratings. So not a lot of people on there. Has been logged by about 4,500 people though. Uh, Metacritic critics, nothing there, but the audience has it a 6.6 out of 10 on ten, on 5 reviews, and that's green, so uh, I guess a bit of a mixed bag here, some people are obviously enjoying this film, what what are my early thoughts on this one, I mean, I, it looks good it sort of plays out fine, but there are too many characters <laughs> to, to sort of follow, and very little action for what should be expected from this type of film so, sort of on the, on the border for me about uh, the enjoyment in this one let's talk about some characters, uh, so our main character is Richard Vronsky, he's the captain of this anti-gang unit, and he's the main protagonist being the main character we do get very little in way of actual character development though i mean we, we know he doesn't always follow conventional methods he's got a pregnant partner he lives on the on a boat he's friends with another guy on a boat called eugene who's his neighbor there's some ex sort of love interests that are around and about but i couldn't really tell you for what reason to sort of develop the story so a little bit frustrating there the other character i guess that we sort of get a bit from is will um capilian he's a detective that works with Vronsky he's the guy that's sort of struggling struggling with his actions with his decisions decisions that he makes during his work as a police officer and corruption too i guess he's an alcoholic he's having issues with his wife sasha she's going to leave him those types of things and and we do see his downfall in this film too the other team, we've got Max. He's on the he's a detective on the team too. So is Zach. They play minor sort of roles. Um, there's a sort of a narcotic squad detective who, his name is Mario Costa. And I guess the, the team or this anti-gang unit, they sort of, uh, you know, don't really like him because he's in a, a competing squad, I guess. And he's super dodgy. And then we get this new police commissioner that's put in charge of all of them, um, Angela Netti. His sort of public image, I guess, is that he doesn't like dirty cops, but he's just as bad as all of these other cops anyway. And, you know, he gets his daughter to work for them too. Not saying that that's dodgy, but, you know, uh, we do see throughout the film that he doesn't make the best decisions at times. Uh, The other sort of person we see in this film, this guy called Georges, he sort of confides in Vronsky a lot. And and that's pretty much the the characters in this film. Can't tell you too much more. Uh, The director, Olivier Marchal, 13 directing credits, all in French. And sort of looks like, you know, all the gangster crime sort of films, um, part of that genre, which makes a lot of sense because he's a former police officer himself. So interesting um, to sort of see from the director. What are some scenes that I liked and I didn't like? So the standout ones, I think there's a scene where Max has a go at Costa for not being a man. So he's sort of like telling him, Use the door um, in the change room. So I thought that instead of just walking, and I thought that was quite funny. It made me laugh. Uh, there's a scene where Costa interviews this guy Sergio and asks him if he's left or right-handed, and then sort of bangs his head on the wall to make it look like he's hit him, and then he shoots the guy, the guy before putting the gun in his hand to make it look like he attacked him and um, you know shot at him. So I thought that was that, that made me laugh. Nadal is this sort of villain, another character in this film, as I mentioned. Lots and lots of characters. Uh, there's this stakeout to sort of get to this Nadal guy at the end. I thought that was really well done. And the same too, Leonetti's daughter confronts him about his corruption towards the end, and that played out really well too. Things I didn't like. Uh, there's this team meeting with all the cops at one stage, and they use all these still frames of all the criminals that they're talking about to remind us as an audience... Uh, Who they are because (laughs) there's no way of keeping track of all the characters in this film. So that was uh, a bit ordinary. There's a line about sniffing out rats, um, like as in the cops are rats and it smells bad lame. Uh, Vronsky, he goes pretty hard at it with his partner in bed at one stage and his phone goes off and he just stops and says, I've got to take the call. (laughs) Laughable. Uh, There's a line about victims having friends behind bars and about they're going to meet you in the showers. Oh, come on. (laughs) Like, you know, silly. Uh, There's The scene where the cops go to this criminal's house where he's having sex and he runs fully naked away. And he's like jumping out of buildings, jumping out of windows. There's penis flying everywhere. Way too much for me. It was funny when they shot him and he's fully naked but uh, yeah, a little bit too much for me. Uh, The criminals, they go to see Vronsky's partner, Zoe, at one stage, and they tell her that they will cut her unborn baby out and use it as fish bait. Ordinary, very ordinary. And the last thing, the worst thing in this film is this boat scene where there's like this beach shootout. The the color grading was done so poorly to try and make it look like it was nighttime. And it was clearly not nighttime. It was clearly shot during the day. And even this whole event, it had no reason to be at night anyway. So that was a bit lame. Um, Themes, ideas, what's this trying to say? Corruption, obviously the idea of corruption, crooked cops, criminals, there's no escape you know, in this life for that, that idea of sins too, catching up with you, and and obviously money and greed ties in with all that as well. What did I take away from this one? I think the whole opening scene, it was like this non-linear sort of moment where we see Will uh, murdering and a suicide, and it was so pointless, especially when this is relived halfway through the film. It just wasn't needed. I'm not sure why they needed to start the film out like that. That really frustrated me. Um, Questions, ponderings this whole film's like a big boys club almost like do we sort of need that in police procedural films in in 2020 when this film came out that sort of frustrated me a bit too there's casual racism towards arabs as well that's not okay um i thought that was a little bit disappointing and and the whole end like the the twist at the end i guess is everyone gets killed off by a cop it's just a really bad ending uh and it really frustrated me too so Anyway, it's not all doom and gloom. It's, let's wrap it up. Give the rating or the film a rating out of five. I mean, it sort of feels a bit like a tryhard version of Heat, I guess. You know, the Pacino De Niro film. But you know, it still looks good. It sort of feels like a decent episode of a crime TV show. Um, so, you know, it's okay. Uh, two and a half out of five for me. Two and a half. We're on socials. We've got X, formerly known as Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Give us a follow. Give us a like if you can. Question I wanted to put out there for this one is the the police chief's daughter. Was she killed at the end? Uh, I think her name was Moron. Like, did she did she get killed in the end as part of this mass killing of all the police officers? I'm intrigued because they didn't actually show it and they obviously didn't show it for a reason. So very intrigued. We're back again next week. We do have another international film next week from 2020. It's the Mexican Spanish language horror film called The Day of the Lord. Or in Spanish, it's Menendez Parte Uno el dia del senor it's directed by santiago alvarado Ilari and stars dolores herida zemena roma and yuli fabregas apologies for the pronunciations but that's what we got next week uh horror film let's bring it on i'm excited thanks as always for hanging out and i'll see you next week